Hey, yuck. Hi. Hello, we are back on the Talking Stick episode number 16. As we get situated real quick. Did you guys miss us? I know it's been a while. Um, we've just been working. Um, I've been trying to sew, like catch up on things. But um, I'll talk more about that in a bit or you want to wait? Yeah, I've just been working on cardigans, more masks, and headbands. Those are available on our website. Hi, Emma. Hi. Hello. Um, so those are available on our website at OIT Clothing. And I'm also working on some throwovers right now. And so keep an eye out on that. I'm like waiting, uh, maybe like in a couple of days, I should have those done. But um, yeah, so today we have Emma. And do you say your last name, Koa? Or... Yeah, you can call me Vahine Koa, if that's okay with you guys. How is it? Vahine Koa. Vahine Koa? Vahine Koa. Okay, I'm not going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm sorry, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try again. Um, uh, yeah, so today we have her as our guest. Um, we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves, Emma. Oh, I'm sorry. Say your name. Say it again. Let me type it for you, girl. Vahine Koa. <laughs> So, Vahine but. means woman, and then Koa means warrior, and that is actually my um, my family name. So, my family name that was lost throughout all of these many years of colonization, and we had to, you know, Hawaiians had a whole time when they had to change their names to make it uh -huh. easier for white people to say. So, mm -hmm. now, my last name, uh, like, on paper and stuff is Koa, but my family name is actually Kavahine Koa, which means woman warrior. Vahine Koa. Yes. Okay. Nicole. You got a nickname? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I know, I know. I've been really trying to like be more conscious about like um pronouncing people's names and because I know like um no, just because somebody feels uncomfortable or, or not sure how to pronounce it, like we're gonna change it up. No. Nice. We need to stick to that and try it. Anybody out there, like if you have trouble with somebody's name, just write it down or maybe just slow down or ask them like okay can you just clear it you know clear it up for me and because nice. we want to be respectful to those people's too like to the name that they're um that they have uh, because just like you mentioned you know it's your family name so you want to bring that name out again yes exactly. so thank you for clearing it up for me for the guys just give it a nod Okay, so let's go ahead and start this out. It's been like a month that we've done this. Like, I've just been so busy, but thank you. I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, so everybody, I'm Yendi. I'm Cachiquel Maya on my mom's side and Mexican on my dad's side. Johnny Nitu from the Tule River Tribe. We are out here in hot Central California. It is going wild. Out, hot and dry, just like oh, your okay. fried bread. <laughs> and today's guest is... Vahina Koa, and if you'd like to, please go ahead and introduce yourself. Aloha nui kakoa, o Vahine Koa Koa My name is Vahine Koa. I am from Hawaii, born and raised my whole entire life. I am native Hawaiian. I was born and raised uh, in the mountains of Ko'olaupoko on the island of Oahu. Um, and I'm super honored to be sharing this space with you guys. So mahalo for even creating this platform for Indigenous people to connect. Because really, this is such a magical thing that you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and this is why we wanted to do it. So we can share it, this platform with other Indigenous creators. Um, no matter what they're doing, you know, as long as they're trying to share culture or empower other Indigenous people around the world. So 
um, I had run in, I had ran through your account through TikTok, and I saw your your bathing suit line that you're coming out with. I was like, oh man, those are pretty cool. And then as I was watching your videos, I was like, oh, like oh, like she's really into culture, empowering women, and um, what's the word like um, empowering like all different sizes of women too. Yeah. And so I was like, oh man, I like this. And then you know that's when I reached out to you. Like I really like what you're doing and. I really thought you would be a, a good person to have on here as well. I thought so thank you so for coming funny on. That when you messaged me, you were like, yeah, I saw your account on TikTok because I like when I started on TikTok, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I was <laughs> honestly, when I started TikTok, I was a middle school teacher. So I was terrified that my oh, students would like find nice. my account. Oh. <laughs> but, um, as I started to move towards being a full-time creator, I, I saw that TikTok really does have a lot of power of bringing people around the world together, like more so than Instagram, which I feel is more of a place-based kind of social media almost. Yeah. So TikTok, I thought that was so cool that you messaged me and you're like, hey, I saw your account on TikTok. Like, that's so awesome. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's another way to like uh, show people what you do, who you are, and that's exactly how I found out about you, and it was so cool. Um, my algorithms really sent yeah, me your way. Right? They're sent you my way. You. After <laughs> hours and hours of scrolling, <laughs> I, you have to stay updated with like the trends and like yeah, no, I no, know. You, you have to stay updated you. right here, but you gotta you have to do them as well. You, you gotta do them. <laughs> yeah, you can't just be watching them. You just not just save all the sounds, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then trying all the some of the trends on you. Yeah. Yeah. She tries the trends on me and they don't work. They don't work. Oh he's, my gosh! I bet. I bet. He's always like, "What are you doing? Or why are you what, asking what me TikTok that?" Is she told. <laughs> no, I was on TikTok first, and then oh, I got yeah. recognized, and then she's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm just TikTok," and then. This was back last, the year before, 2019. Yeah. And then she got on, got addicted to it, I guess. And then I'm still the same. <laughs> she's, she's the cute one. That's why, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she tried one about some blind, was it some blind guy or some deaf? Oh, yeah. I said, if you were blind, how would you tell someone you want a cigarette? And then I said, just ask him for a cigarette. And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, in the middle of the night. What are you talking about? That's not the way you're supposed to do it. And I said, what did you say? <laughs> she was all like that. Oh, uh, can I get a cigarette? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Like, eyes closed. Can I get a cigarette? <laughs> That's too Bomb funny. a cigarette. Okay. Jeez. All right. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and um, just start off on. Uh, um, can you uh, tell us again what tribe you're from? Um, yeah, so we here in Hawaii, we do have different tribes, but a lot of that uh, knowledge is not really uncovered, you know, due to colonization. And mm -hmm. we have lost a lot of our culture and a lot of our Ike. Personally, I know that I do come from a family of warriors that uh, would work out of Pololu Valley. So I really um, peeling myself to, to that knowledge that I do have that we are a family of women warriors specifically and um, our lineage we would use a lot of chanting and a lot of words in our uh, fighting so uh. that's the tribe I come from the Kabahine Kua Ohana and like here in Hawaii it's kind of like all of the native Hawaiians we just all are one mm -hmm. you know one group of Hawaii, Poe Hawaii mm -hmm. uh, Hawaiian people cool and um, what 
is there um does your tribe have, have a specific language or is it more like everyone yeah. has it's like okay well it, okay so like there's hawaiian language which is olelo hawaii and then we have all different okay. dialects of olelo hawaii uh, uh -huh. so like on it's a lot of the times it's place-based so like the different islands have a lot of different <laughs> dialects um one of our islands Niihau, especially they are really known for their uh dialect where they use a lot of t's instead of k's a lot of like uh -huh. silent g almost kind of sounds um yeah and just like oh, okay island place-based dialects Cool. Um, we were trying to, um, we were looking at, at the map of Hawaii and like, I'm going to be real. I didn't know that there was like different islands of it. I okay, thought it was okay. this, this, this ain't just Hawaii. <laughs> this is the whole <laughs> continent. Okay. She is bad, bad, Well, bad you know, even, okay, with directions. I was talking to my mom this okay? about this podcast and she was like, you know, most people have no idea, like outside of Hawaii, most people don't even know that we used to be our own independent sovereign nation. Oh, and, yeah. Like, yeah, like people don't even know the history of like our exactly. queen being imprisoned in her own home. <laughs> and like, you know, the, the terrible overthrow of the government of Hawaii and, and the occupation that has ensued since that overthrow. So mm -hmm. I'm not surprised at all that you guys thought that we were one like, uh, land maps, I, I guess. I thought I thought it was just one one um one island. Yeah. I didn't know that there's like three or four more. There's actually eight main islands, oh, and oh. we have actually over like two hundred islands that are up further to the northwest. But oh. most people don't go there, and like the eight main Hawaiian islands are the ones that you really see, um, oh. like you know people going to and populating and stuff like that. I know. I've been watching some videos about that too. How some people will go and visit that are not native from there, like tourists, and how they don't clean up after themselves or they just disturb the the island. You know, it's like super things. hard too because uh -oh, a lot of the uh -oh, uh oh, I've been cracking up over tourist stuff. <laughs> I, it's to visit they like have this romanticized picture in their head mm. of what Hawaii is you know and like paradise and stuff and meanwhile like most of our people <laughs> are homeless addicted to drugs they're in jail you I know what I mean like it's yeah. like this side of paradise that the tourists don't even want to know about and they come mm. and they have this entitled attitude mm. and like they just go to all of our spaces and places and like my friends and I we frequently will go to these places that tourists want to go to all the time, like waterfalls or like um, hot beaches and stuff. And we like almost in a way regulate and say like, this is mm -hmm. how we act in sacred places. And this is mm -hmm. how you need to conduct yourself if you want to take part in this space. Yeah. So it's hard. It's really hard to be a native Hawaiian. It's, you know, I always talk about this with my friends, but like, sadly, it's really hard to be a Hawaiian in Hawaii. Like you think mm -hmm. that this is our space to be ourselves, right? But it's difficult, like, in everything from the politicians to the schools to the, to like, even just going to the grocery store. And like, when I speak Hawaiian in the grocery oh, wow. store, like, people How's are Costco? Almost, like, shocked. You know what I mean? How's Costco? Yeah, yeah. Costco? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy here. Oh, wow. I, I would have seen, like, people don't even ever expect that from Hawaii. Oh, I would have thought it would have been more like out there. Like, people would be more, mm, I don't know. I just felt like I had an idea that it was uh, more welcome, like, to speak the language or 
it was more I don't know, but yeah, I thought it was. Oh. We had like a rotation of different people coming in and out, in and out. Like, it's just constant, like, yeah, and plus yeah. a lot of our government and like economy, they love to rely on tourism, and it's so oh. sad. Because, like, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but ninety, about ninety-five percent of all of our food isn't even grown here it's mm. flown here on ships and like mm -hmm. at one point in our history this one island could sustain a million people agriculturally oh, wow. like, yeah like so to think that we've come so far from that and now we have 95 percent of stuff that yeah. we rely on that comes from outside is like really sad because what where are we supposed to farm there's all buildings everywhere you know what oh. I mean? nowhere for hawaiians to go back and connect to to land to aina wow it is sad. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, I did see a, a documentary like a while back about how um, a lot of people are getting evicted or kicked out of their homes so they can build or um, what is it like? Uh, gentrify? Is that? Is it, it, oh, okay, that's the word. Gentrify it. And um, they have nowhere else to go. And somebody created like a, a like a homeless shelter or one area specifically where everyone helps each other out and yeah oh I okay about. yes yeah um, um i have seen that and that had opened up my eyes as well i was like oh okay like i didn't know i didn't know that was going on and it's it's pretty crazy that all that yeah. is, is going on but um all you can do now is just like try to like uh speak your language a little more just stand up for yourself and just go to those areas and clean up a little bit or just like you said regulate <laughs> regulate sometimes them. you gotta sometimes yeah. you gotta and like, <laughs> for me, like i just found out or i just had my orientation for my daughter to go um she got accepted into a hawaiian language medium school Ooh, so cool. us, that was really exciting because like to even have a, a place where our kids can go and and just be immersed in their language like for me um, my parents don't speak Hawaiian language and they didn't even get a lot of Hawaiian education because of the history of Hawaii. A lot yeah. of like their generation was spent squashing out all of mm -hmm. that. You know? mm -hmm. They wanted, they don't want Hawaiians to know that this is our history. It's totally illegal that America occupies this land. They don't want Hawaiians to know that your language was spoken by, by everybody. And we had one of the highest literacy rates in the world. They don't want oh, wow. people to know that and to return to that right because that they want to keep us in their white man system and mm -hmm. to keep us like speaking their language and mm -hmm. and generating their dollars and they don't want us to be farming our own stuff because they want us to pay to go to the store and buy meat mm -hmm. and buy vegetables and stuff like that so it's mm -hmm. like um it, it it was a huge uh step in our family for me to to grow up the way that i did and to speak the language from being a young child and to learn about my culture because my dad and his family, they never got a chance to do that. And so for mm. us to enroll my daughter in a Hawaiian language uh, school was a really big thing for our family. And hey. Yeah, we're so excited. Oh, I'm excited for you too. Thank you. Um, it's a, it's a big, um, it is a don't big feel, responsibility. Yeah, but I was going to say, like, don't feel too overwhelmed. But yeah, uh, I would say our generations are the ones that are breaking those barriers. Yeah. My aunt was telling me recently, she was like, hey, you know, like, you know, me and, me and your mom are very happy that you're 
bringing the culture back and practicing it because we didn't do it and they didn't know i know that they weren't raised either like my grandma their mom wasn't teaching them because again they were uh, forced to not speak it or practice it like it wasn't a good thing and yep. so she yeah. was excited i was like oh man i never saw it that way like but to hear it i was like oh like oh, okay like i see i see and yeah it's true like we do want to break those barriers and then teach our kids we yeah. have two kids and so we want them to learn and um embrace it too and yeah. um yeah just bring more power to that and totally. i give them they're space stronger. Yeah, and like holding space for them to mm -hmm. be able to be their own indigenous native sovereign self is like so beautiful to watch them just grow into their own culture and their own language seriously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for your daughter that's really cool thank you and um so how did you start your business what made you and then also empowering or let's say like why so i had two big whys my one my first why so i was in college when i started this business and i had it i dreamed about it for a long time um, and it had come to me because I had noticed that there were quite a few Hawaiian brands that were really big, that were started by Hawaiian people that were like blatantly cultural appropriation. And people are always really surprised when I say that because they're like, what do you mean? They're Hawaiian. How can they be appropriating their own culture? But to me, cultural appropriation is when you're taking an image or a concept or a word or, or something from a culture and you're using it in a different way than intended by our kupuna or our ancestors so i saw a lot of like um hawaiian brands that were coming out with like things like our um our very prominent important chiefs and ancestors they were putting like blood rags over their face or like um holding uh, a16 rifles or just like really inappropriate oh, okay. stuff that hurt my heart and that i was like they had like millions of followers too. So they were telling the world, this is what Hawaii is. This mm. is what our culture is. And like um, over-sexualizing young girls and glorifying drug abuse and stuff like that. And it hurt me to think that even back in college, I was like, I don't want people to think that this is what Hawaii is. I don't want our own Hawaiians to think that this is what your culture is because it's not. And so I had to, I had, you know, I had many talks with many different creators and like, hey, that's not okay. And I'm going to stand up and say that my ancestors, my kupuna would not be okay with that. And those talks didn't always go very well. So one day I was like, you know what, I'm gonna have to just do it myself. So I started my brand and I also really started it because um, my second reason was because I literally only make things that I want to wear. <laughs> so like, I'll make what I want to wear and then I'll just make extra to sell. So it just oh, okay. really was born out of like this creative space of, um, of, of needing things for bigger girls too, uh, that just weren't like, I found that it, it was really hard in Hawaiian um, fashion world to find mm -hmm. things for bigger girls that fit correctly. So I was mm. like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna just do it myself. And once I started doing it, I saw that my community and our people wanted it so bad. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, we got to just keep rolling with it. And <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy two years. Oh, two years. Okay, cool. Did you want to ask something like that? No, that's cool. Oh. Just take the, just do it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. always, uh, you know, I always struggle too with that of, you know, just being the one to step up because you know i i get that stuff of 
it's not my time. I'll let someone do it. Like another generation take care of it, but they ain't stepping up. Get out of the way because it's time for you to move. <laughs> then, exactly. Like that. Just take us, exactly. just take it. Yeah. That's good. Like that's that's really impressive. That's really I've good. always felt too that like my role is as an educator. So because like I just like my whole life I've been so into just soaking up as much Hawaiian knowledge as I can mm. be, with the intent that it's for our future generations. So like almost mm. serving as a medium in between, you know, like a, a, a person to transfer knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of my life going to school to become a teacher. And then I actually became a teacher and I was like, this is not what I wanted. Like, this is not it. I felt <laughs> centered. I felt like I couldn't speak my truth. I felt like I couldn't be mm. my authentic, you know, like I felt like uh, I couldn't really teach our kids the truth stuff yeah. in this system. Uh -huh. And so I was like, there's different ways. There's other ways to educate. So I, I really took that fire and I pushed it into creating educational materials, creating different oh, kinds of prints cool. in Hawaiian language. So yeah, that oh, helps nice. a big part. Hey, I'm curious about the education over there because I'm a firm believer over here with our education and the system over here out in California. How's it over there? Like, what are they teaching? Is it regarding the state stuff? What are they really teaching? Yeah, they don't. It's uh, it is so frustrating because um, so I, I was very privileged to go to a private school that was made for Hawaiians. So you have to have oh. to attend oh. that school yeah amazing like but that school i do have to say it's a school for hawaiians um but it's still heavily heavily made to indoctrinate hawaiian uh, kids almost because it's like a christian school and it uh, um okay. yeah so but they did have like you know they had plenty of money so they had lots of resources to teach us and we had some great hawaiian culture classes and hawaiian mm -hmm. history classes versus like the doe public schools here which are like they literally don't teach about the overthrow and they don't teach about the real history of Hawaii. If, if, if they do, it's like one sentence in a textbook. Damn. Yeah, it's absolutely a One nice sentence? <laughs> yeah, it's like one nice, oh, uh, America, and then America annexed Hawaii. Like, it doesn't talk about stolen lands. It doesn't talk about the violent overthrow and imprisonment of our queen in her own home. It's just absolutely, it's blatant, like, whitewash history, <laughs> seriously. It's crazy. Uh, for those that are listening, um, I don't think we shared um, her business. She does um, stickers, shirts, um, tote bags, and she's coming out with her new line right now of bathing suits. Yeah. And um, so just those of you that are listening, that's what we're speaking about and that she does. No, we're not. We're talking about Hawaii education. I mean, that too, but... <laughs> But as we speak more about like business stuff, this is what we're uh, speaking on. And you put, um, I, just by looking at it, I, but because you have it in your language, the moons that are on there, are you just, um, the words that are on there, is it just like, is it like full moon and so on? As it like? I think as, you're talking about the one with all the different moons, that one. Uh -huh. So those are our, that's our Hawaiian lunar calendar. So in the time oh. of our ancestors, they followed a moon calendar, not like a, a sun day-to-day oh. -day calendar. Uh -huh. Yeah, so oh, we, cool. like, everything from your fishing, your planting, your spiritual, your, your ceremonies, everything is according to our Hawaiian lunar calendar. So my big oh. push with why I'm called Moonkind Things is to get our people to return to 
to that um that center and to return to our traditional ways like you guys say our um what is it our indigenous traditions traditions. yes exactly that's why i was so excited too when you contacted Mm -hmm. me do you have those back there those swimsuits i i have a few let me check them out i want to see what you're talking about (laughs) if you have so these are the bottoms Uh uh-huh um, well, this print is a it's oh, uh-huh. a camel print with different uh-huh. mo'o, which are lizards. Oh, so, cool! Yeah, the mo'o have like a great place in our um in our mo'olalo, our stories. Your hands, your hands. Yeah, they a lot serve of creation as, stories on your hands with oh, the yeah. lizards. <laughs> they serve as um as guardians of our waterways, and water, mm. as everybody knows, is life, right? Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. just really serve as, so we have the light one, and then we have this dark camouflage, and then we also have the baby mo'os, the baby oh. Yeah, so my great, great friend, Kehau Noeau, she um, designed this print for me. I kind of like told her, you know, this is, this is what I've been feeling, and she was like, oh my God, I have the perfect idea, and she drafted <laughs> that up for me. And then I sent my design out to get printed on fabric. And then I had, I cut and sew everything here mm-hmm. in my little tiny room. Mm. Um, in the dungeon. Yeah. That's how we all start. <laughs> uh, you guys do everything out of your home too? Yeah. On the dungeon. Oh, I do it. The dungeon. Locked me in there. <laughs> nah. I know I was watching that one video that you posted about fixing your sewing machine last night. <sighs> and I was like, dude, nobody knows. The drama that comes with sewing. It is so, like, oh, my God. And then you said your needle broke, and I was like, oh, that's the worst. Yeah, and, you know, at the end, all it was, it was that the needle was on backwards. (laughs) That's all it was from my original one. I was like, I was so mad. And I just, like, stepped away. I was like. You got to just take a break after that, girl. (laughs) That's how I knew I was. I must have been really tired that night when I put a new needle in because I didn't have it on the right way. Yeah. But yeah, I call. I called my uh, the uh, the shop that cleans my machines. I'll say, hey, it's not working. Blah blah blah. And she was all like, okay, like what's going on or what did you do? You know, make sure this, make sure that. And then she was like, um, oh, you know, um, when you brought me your machine to clean it, forty pound machine. It's heavy. <laughs> She was like, your needle was on backwards. Make sure you have it the right way. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh that's what it was. Oh, You're my like, God, okay, yeah. Thank you. I got to go now. Bye. <laughs> Four years oh. into business and still, and still. It happened, man. It happened. That is so funny. I feel you. I really do. Because this, okay, so I, like, how I got into sewing was when I was young, my grandma was actually like a fashion and jewelry designer. Ooh. But by the time I came into the world, she was old and retired and she had uh, really bad rheumatoid arthritis in her hands. So dang. she would just kind of play around and, and make things for the kids and like, you know, for herself. And I was always with her. So I would always just watch and learn a uh. little bit. But um, my good friend actually taught me how to make these reversible bikinis about, so yeah, they're reversible. Ooh, cool. So they, they, she taught me how to make uh, kinis about a year ago. And I, I just had been slacking on it and like, you know, working on it in my free time and mm-hmm. figuring out my machine in my free time. And then one of my friends had gifted me a serger. So then Ooh. I was like, I know what okay, that is. let's go. <laughs> That's a live <laughs> finger. <laughs> 
so yeah, it's just been a journey, definitely this oh. bikini journey. And this is your first bikini release? Yes. Oh, wow. I kind of like, I normally do um like shirts and sweats and hoodies. And I was like, bro, it is like eight, uh, like 90 degrees in Hawaii, you know? <laughs> like I need to, I need to like get something else going. Yeah. Hot months. So yeah. I think that's what I'm going to kind of do from now on is during the summer months, I will push bikinis. And then during the winter months, I'll be pushing sweats and hoodies again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and speaking more about the bathing suits, I saw your post and your photo shoot that you did. I love it. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure they're friends or cousins that you have on there. Um, and I love that you're pushing it for for bigger women, empowering them, doing their sizes as well, and just showing real women on there now no photoshopping yep. or editing things like girl you're beautiful you're voluptuous like show it girl and i love it and that's another thing why i was like okay like i love her i love your clothing line and just the women and um like i said that's why i needed you all chicken skin right now because <laughs> I'm just, like this is what i wanted and you know my best friend she is a really tiny, skinny, mini girl. So I had to make sure that I made both ends. I had to make sure I had bikinis mm. for the tiny, tiny girls as well as all the way through, as well as, you know, our bigger girls too, because mm -hmm. both sides like need to be represented and need to yeah. be loved. And yeah. when I was thinking of this, um, when I was putting together the bikinis and thinking of this photo shoot and everything, like this theme of like seven just kept coming up to me and like, the seven women, the seven different mm. sizes, the seven generations, right? Like just really oh, was yeah. like a theme for me. And so to, I, oh, I just, I cried that whole weekend. I was like, Aww. this is my dream come true to see all these beautiful Hawaiian women and their beautiful bodies represented. And like the messages that I got saying, like when I was growing up, I never Aww. saw and like no, I was oh my god! I, <laughs> I know, I feel you. Weekend. We we don't cry here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I just was like, I was just blown away by the love and reception that my people had for the for that product too. And like, I just the messages that I received from people and the comments that I got just saying like, thank you for doing this and thank you for being real and thank you for showing up and showing out like, just so beautiful. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and I also noticed that you have a podcast as well. I you do. Start, right? Yeah. Uh, I saw that. I don't know how I came. Well, um, I went onto your onto your link tree, and I was like, "Oh, she has a podcast too!" And then I was listening to to a few of them. We had a long drive the other day, so I got to listen to some of them. And good subjects that you have on there, and you did share some of the stuff on here of what you speak on, or that I heard on your podcast. But um, is it also under Moon? King things? Moon kind things, yes. Moon kind things. Okay. Um, so those of you that want to hear her podcast, go on to her web, um, to her um, Instagram page, and she has a link tree on there. She has it linked up to her podcast, um, to her website as well. And what were the other ones that you have listed on there, if you want to share them? Um, I have one more. One was for a giveaway that just finished, and then one more was for a Patreon. So I do Patreon as a way to um, – to, 
to make myself have space as a native creator to like not have to because when I was a teacher I hardly had time like I was exhausted as a single mom a full-time teacher and then like mm. on the weekends I was printing and I was just exhausted I felt like I had no energy left for my child at the end of the day mm. like mm -hmm. you know so I mean in addition to I got into a really bad car accident in January so that kind of played into the decision of me taking some time off and like focusing on moon kind things but when I really made that switch to focus full time, I was like, okay, I need a way to um, have some kind of stable, you know, something I can count on. Hi! <laughs> Good morning! Aloha! Oh, that smile. Oh, my goodness. Um, but so Patreon is basically like a subscription service. And through Patreon, I offer a class that I teach every month that, like, for people that want to know more about Hawaiian culture, I teach a class at one tier. Okay. Um, okay. Another tier, you receive, like, a shirt, a bunch of stickers, and access to, like, all of my behind-the-scenes podcasts and stuff like that. There's oh. other tiers in which you can receive, you know, like, all different kinds of tiers where you can get different benefits. So, Patreon cool. okay. is just a way for me to feel more comfortable being a full-time creator. Oh, nice. Okay, so you guys better make sure to check her out on there. Thank you. Um, when is your bathing suit releasing? Uh, June twelfth and June thirteenth. I have a my first pop up market that I've I'm doing it like two years kind. Wow. Um, so I'm releasing it at the market, and then whatever I have left is going oh, okay. online. Okay. Uh, and then I also just made another huge fabric order, so I'll be just sewing my fingers Ooh. off for the rest of summer. Okay. <laughs> and um, what sizes are they starting at? So I, I made my own um, sizing chart because our bodies are very different from European right. and US bodies. Uh, so my sizes start at 28 inches and then they go all the way up to 58 inches. I know that's Wait. hard to imagine. No, <laughs> Here, but let me, uh, you. let me show you. Okay. Is it hard to imagine? No, or I mean, like, is it is it 28 inches meaning like width size? Uh, width? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's like, she's talking like guys, like, she's talking like my size, like the sizes I'm listening to, like where you, the guys are accustomed to. I think, so right? that's my number one, and then this like is my seven. Okay. So is it, um, but can I be able to describe them just as, as like small to like I would say this is like an extra small double zero. Oh, and then okay. This is like around like a twenty-two-ish. Okay. Yeah, I would say around there is kind of where where I would place it. Yeah, I have to like work on <laughs> making my sizing chart more understandable. Oh. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, especially online, like it's hard. Oh, to read, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Here, so that's why I wanted to do the shoot like that too, so that I can have pictures of the girls, so that people can say, "Oh, oh my body looks like that." Okay, let me oh, buy yeah. that. Oh. So you're releasing the, so maybe to like June the fourteenth, like people can see what you have available online. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Yes. Um. I've pretty much asked everything that I wanted to know, and so like to share with others out there that are listening or tuning in um is there something that you'd like to speak on or share um that we haven't spoke on um while i just have a platform of people from all around the world i would just love to <laughs> say that if you are planning on visiting here in hawaii um then please just do your homework before you come because it's 
you know, I always say like, it's not our responsibility as indigenous people to educate um, colonizers and settlers on the history of the space. And I know that sounds mean sometimes and like kind of um, pointed, but it's, it, you know, sometimes for us to rehash the trauma of the things that have happened mm. in our history is, is a lot for us to have to do over and over and over again to people mm. that don't even really care sometimes. So what I love to say is like, do your homework, do you go put in the time, if you want to visit a space, you should be putting in the time to see like, what is the history of this place? How can I be a respectful visitor? How can I, um, you know, donate to Hawaiian nonprofits that are helping mm -hmm. their communities, all those kinds of things are things that I always recommend to people that message me and say, hey, I really want to come to Hawaii. I'm very respectful, but I, you know, how can I, how can I make that happen? And what are some fun things to do? Um, okay, when we normally travel, we like to do more like, um, we don't like to do the tourist stuff. Yeah, if we're going to yeah. go somewhere different, like show me how like fun things or what people do around here um, or anything culture related. And what's something that, that people can do if they go visit there or maybe like a small business that is owned from indigenous people there. Yeah. Okay, um, so I, like, honestly, I spend a lot of my time up in the mountains, um, whether it be hiking or whether it be just um, being by myself with all the plants or going four-wheeling. We love to go four-wheeling oh, over cool. here. Um, I would say there's a lot of amazing um, spaces and places. Like, Kanauma Bay is a good place that gives a lot of tourism education before. So, like, before you can even oh. touch the water... They make uh -huh. you go and watch a video about how to treat the reef and and oh, how cool. to you know treat the native species that are there. So I think that's a great place for tourists to visit. Um, also, what is it called again? Hanauma Bay. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, can you spell it, please? It for you. Oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> like I'm pretty good at like okay, let me try to write it out, but um, I, I know, know there's some silent letters in there, or I yes. don't want to write it wrong either. Got you right there. Um, where else? I would also say Kualoa is a really great space. I think uh, my friend Keliko is on here and she used to work there and her Ohana works there and stuff. So Keliko, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Kualoa is a great space for um, people that are visiting here to visit because they can they can go on a, um, a safe, controlled um time up in the mountains they have like atvs they have all kinds of tours they have horseback riding oh, cool. um they have like even i take my daughter there all the time because they have a free little petting zoo so during <gasps> covid that was yeah it's super exciting um during covid that was like something that we would do all the time just to get out of the house but not go be um bombarded like, by tourists and stuff uh -huh. like that um what else and i'm like really just our beaches like any of our beaches as long as people are conducting themselves with respect and not littering and stuff and uh -huh. our beaches are great spaces for people to go to yeah that's cool good okay um i feel like i, I had something that i was gonna ask her how much I deer you got there what was that yeah you, you have deer um yep. well on, on oahu the island i live on not really people mostly no. Oahu, it's really hard for people to hunt at all because, like, the like the pigs even are super small. Everywhere is built upon. There's hardly anywhere that 
has um, anything worth catching, but on Hawaii Island, the big island, as they call it, or mm -hmm. um, uh, not me, how Molokai, the deer, are there, totally, and, um, yeah. people That's love to go hunt for deer. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, let me look at some of the comments. I know I've been like slacking on looking at them or what people have been writing. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to write them down here. I should have mentioned that earlier, but thank you all of you guys for tuning in. Let me see. We got hearts. Oh my God, Gil. Um, <laughs> Chihi, aloha, aloha. Oh my god, my friend on here, he's just messing around. He said Yandy works on TikTok. Chiha, Tita. That's her full time job. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> Maybe you could chime in on this. Somebody wrote in Hawaii. Can you read that for me? Oh, let me let me go scroll up let me look somebody uh, it was um i know i'm gonna say this wrong pico hinano uh-huh wrote in something and but i don't know what it says so he just was saying yay um just like resounding my family oh. and celebrating it mahalo pico hinano I know that at the bottom he just asked, um, "What, what, what is your goal for Moonkind Tings in the future?" That is a great question. Ooh, yes. Um, oh, part of me wants to do a storefront for. Well, okay. Ooh. So my dream is to have uh -huh. like a community hub where basically it's like a space where you can have. We'll have only Kanaka creators that will stock their things, and in the back, my dad will be cooking like beef stew and stuff like that, and my mom will have like a a kid reading corner where we read Hawaiian oh. books, and you know, like a community space that everybody can come. And if you're hungry, you just come and you just come eat. Um, and and uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm envisioning for a future of Moonkind Things is like really just more community based. Um, spaces and like workshops and all of that kind of stuff aloha nui mahalo for joining need them mo'o yeah i know i'm super excited for that mahalo everybody for all your cool comments <laughs> oh somebody said on all islands please yeah my dream <laughs> one day is to move oh yes Sorry, okay, so my dream one day is to move to Hawaii Island and um, to move my whole family there and to, well, back because I lived in Hilo for about seven, six, seven years. Um, so my dream is to move back and, and have a storefront there and then also operate on Oahu. Have you ever experienced artist burnout and how do you overcome that? I experience artist burnout every other day. <laughs> <laughs> being a single mommy and being an mm -hmm. artist, it's like they're both very giving um roles and like you have to just give and pour a lot out of your cup so i have to spend a lot of time pouring back into my cup which is mm -hmm. me being in the mountains literally mm -hmm. i just have to go by myself and hang out and like soak up all the plant juices and all the mm -hmm. sun like and just be um yeah that's a great question totally just and also doing things like this literally like rekindle that fire inside of oh, me yeah me. yeah that 
that this is bigger than me, bigger than my family, bigger than our community. It's indigenous people across the world are, are feeding and are awakening and are rising. Totally. What I tend to do too, yeah, just get out of the house or even just go take the kids out, um, do something, even if it's something small or have them play with water <laughs> in the yep. front. But I try not to like be on my phone when I'm yep. with them. And yes. that way I get a break from that. But I also get that good energy from them or just have fun and play. And so um, I do it for them as well too. So I also need to give them my attention. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi. <laughs> we are here. Oh, he knows? Okay, there's something else. Can you read something else for me on there? By Littlefoot? They said, uh, super happy for this meeting of us. So, like, That's our friend. I didn't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, happy to see us um, doing this. Yeah, seriously, I think this is such a cool platform that you guys do. I was really inspired by this, and I even messaged my other um, Hawaiian creator friend, and I was like, hey, can you come on my podcast? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Cool. And it's a uh, different context for you too, different conversations. You get oh. <laughs> oh. 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 town of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just different conversations you can have, different point of views on oh. there. Um yeah, that should be fun and that's good that she can get on there, support you as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I said, we like this is what something that we wanted to do to share with everybody, so we can um, anybody that's out there listening, um, they can learn um, about other cultures. But maybe they're Hawaiian or Mexican, Guatemalan, or native from here that they can learn something of their culture that they didn't know, mm -hmm. or are maybe afraid to ask, mm -hmm. or they don't know where to start from either. Yeah. <laughs> Or teachers that are out there that maybe want to learn or understand the culture so then teach the kids or understand, like, I don't know, just something, you know, like, it, it it's a little bit for everybody out there. Yeah, totally. And it sparks something different in everybody is what I'm learning. Like, you know, t 20 different people will listen to this and it'll spark something different. Something different will hit each and every one of them. So mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Of course, thank you for, for coming on. Um, it's been fun. Um, thank you for teaching us things as well. Like I didn't know, made me look at a map and I didn't know, but <laughs> I've been learning a lot and I hope those out there that are listening, watching, you've learned and will intake a little bit from this. Um, if you go to Hawaii, um, like she said, you know, try to learn about it. Um, if you're going to go respect the land, uh, clean up after yourself. <laughs> support the local indigenous native people out there support their business um well, don't be bugging <laughs> <laughs> that's another do... thing you know really quickly um there's a lot of businesses that love to like put hawaiian words in their name or they love to um almost like um project the image that they are hawaiian mm -hmm. because they are local raised and you know have been here their whole life um, but to me, I think that's really misleading. And I think that uh, when you are supporting different Hawaiian creators, just to like make sure that they are what who they say they are, because mm. a lot of the times, you know, it's like really 
um, a romanticized um, yeah. picture of Hawaii and everybody wants to like have that exotic Hawaiian language in mm. their business names. But to me, it's like if you're not um, create if you're not normalizing the language and creating awareness around why our language is is endangered, then you shouldn't be using it in your in your name just because it sounds pretty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just just um, being aware of the kind of creators that you're supporting in, in today's day and age is super important. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you recommend any um, restaurants that you have that you know of that you are? Know, the first <laughs> one that comes to my mind is um, the deli. It's at the it's at Heiakea Pier in Kaneohe. Um, Over my head. I know, right? slow, slow, slow down, slow Just down. remember the deli. The deli, okay. So, the deli, they have a lot of fresh caught fish. They have a lot of, mm. um, yeah, fresh caught fish because it's at a pier. So they um, get their fish right from that bait a lot of the times. And they have a lot of really good um, recipes that they do with the fish. Uh, it is Hawaiian owned and operated. So it's a great place to go and, and spend your money, definitely. Ooh, okay. Whenever we go, I've always wanted to go there. That's where I'm gonna go for sure. To Please go let me know if you guys ever come. I would love, love, love to show you some really cool spaces and places. Oh yes, that would be cool. We We're would also love going that. to Maui too to go get some deer. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had a. If you come, it's like you might as well go to the different islands. You know? Yeah. I mean? like... <laughs> the eight that I didn't know were there. <laughs> uh, we had um. Brand, uh, oh my god, what's his name again? I always forget. Brand Richmond. Branskin Richmond. Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Okay, he's in. He's in. He lives in uh, Maui. He's an actor as well. He came. Um, they just uh, made a movie that came out. Um, oh my god, why am I forgetting Finding all Ohana. this? Finding Ohana. Did you oh see yeah, it? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that movie. I liked it. I know there was a lot of um, feedback from Hawaiian communities saying like it wasn't accurate and this and that. But oh. to me, as far as these mainstream movies go, that was uh -huh. really good. Like, that oh was yeah, really good. I thought. Yeah, he played the the dad, the grandpa. No, the grandpa. Oh we had yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was entertaining. It was, you know, they had just enough of like of, of history and culture that I was like, okay, this one, this one is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I liked it too. So he was, yeah. So he lives in, in Maui. But, yeah. um, so I'm gonna go collect some deer. <laughs> Come on and, up. Give him a couple horses too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's a beautiful place. Let me see. Can you get us on the Forbidden Island? <laughs> Are you talking about? Oh, somebody I, commented on there. Can you get us on the Forbidden Island? Question mark. We're talking about Kohoolawe. I just was thinking about Kohoolawe. So we have an island that um you can't go onto because the U.S. military has bombed it and completely, no, like completely wow. messed it up. There is no water that can. They broke the water table, so no water can ever flow on that island again it's uh -huh. it's nobody can even step foot on there because of all of the ordinance i mean people do go and they do cleanups and stuff like that but because of all of the unexploded ordinances that are in that area it's um you know it's not very safe sometimes uh for other people that do go for ceremonial and religious purposes um <laughs> yeah that's, yeah so uh, the, so the answer is yes yeah right i'm like <laughs> Yes, but I don't mind possibly being blown up. 
<laughs> it's so crazy that that's even a part of our history. I was just thinking right. about that. Wow. Damn. Well, okay. Let me try this again. You got Bahini it. Koa. Bahini Koa. Thank you for being on here with us. Um, we're going to be wrapping it up. Uh, we've pretty much touched on everything. I feel it was a good conversation with you. Thank you for educating us on a lot of things. Maybe we didn't know um, people out there as well. But um, all of you guys, she does have a website. She's selling her bathing suits next, no, like in a couple of weeks. June the 14th, she'll have listed what she has available after she goes to a market visit she her website um it's m o n n moon then kind k i n e t i n g z yes can you pronounce that for me moon kind things moon kind things um she has t-shirts tote bags stickers um she's coming out with her bathing suit line and it's all with her culture on there she has her language on there as well um so please go support her um i love what you're doing i love what you're how you're including your culture on there as well empowering the women real indigenous business mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but um yeah reach out to her if you guys have any questions make sure you check her out um, if you guys have any other questions as well outside of that make sure to reach out to us or you can reach out to her as well she has a podcast uh, make sure you check her out. Please, please, please support, support. Um, yeah. Did you guys have any last words before we close this out? I just really wanted to thank you guys again for not just um, this platform and for starting this to connect Indigenous people, but for like digging into your own cultures, raising babies that are raised in your own cultures. Like it is seriously such a beautiful thing to see our and like you said, our generation, we're the ones that are doing mm -hmm. it. And it's so like, I'm getting chicken skin again because it's just oh. it, like, really just lights me on fire to know that one, I'm not alone. And that two, like it's literally happening around the world that mm -hmm. like, people are saying, Hey, enough is enough. We all need to get connected together and we need to rise up and, and, and take all of the things that we need back, back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just thank you guys for being who you are and for your energy. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, if you ever have any questions about anything or need help with something, um, uh, please reach out to us. Like, um, I love I'll your energy. You know love your my, vibe. My needles on backwards. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a problem with your sewing machine, let me know. Like, hey, what do I do? Or this and that. Um, I mean, I've had I have some years on me, but at the same time, like I may miss something up. But um, if I can help, <laughs> yeah. Let me know. Thank you. Thank you. So and wherever much. we go to Hawaii, I'll make sure to hit you up. Oh, we'll make it happen. We can get the kids together. How old are your babies? Um, I have a three-year-old, and then we have an eight-month-old. Perfect. My daughter is two and a half. So, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, when you guys make it out here. We got to go to Hawaii. Right? Now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Okay. Okay. Just close it out. Thank right. you. Nice meeting you. Nice I'll talking go. to you. Stay Thank strong. You so Bye, baby. <laughs> Bye. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you liked it. We're out after this busy day today. We suh. Thanks for joining Bye -bye. us. Bye. Bye, Grandpa. <laughs>